Welcome back to Beans and Leaves. Grab your favorite beverage and get comfy as we discuss pop culture with a queer intersectional lens. I'm Chris. I use he/they pronouns, and I'm here with Sid, who uses they/them pronouns. Hello. Welcome to the episode. I'm gonna have that many updates since our last episode because we didn't wait an entire half a year to record another <laughs> one. Um, just a month. Yeah, just a month. Look at us go. We're trying. We're, We're out doing here. it. Woo! 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 Yeah, but basically the only update is, I think it was mentioned in the last episode, but it has become more frequent and more consistent. But the main update is um, I'm streaming on Twitch pretty regularly now. Um, I definitely do at least a once a weekend stream, um, but I've been doing a lot more during the week as well. So if you like my voice and you want to hear more of that, as well as hang out with Chris in the chat, like the introvert that he is. Whoop, whoop. Um I'm streaming over on my Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash chilystraw, so you can come and do that. I hope to, at some point, get the two of us to stream together for a podcast stream, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Someday. I'll link the Twitch in the description, too. Yay, thank you. Yeah, but you can go ahead and follow me over there. I just reached affiliate, so that means I can have subscribers now. I have cute emotes that I'm working to unlock. We have one so far, and it's very good. It's very good. Basically, I just play video games a lot. I draw sometimes, but psh, who has the time and energy for that shit? Only occasionally. Yeah. You know, what am I, an artist or something? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the main update um, as far as what's going on. But this episode is basically just a continuation of our previous episode's topic, which was representation and media and how you can relate to what you see on screen but we're going to flip it and give it a really gay Valentine's twist because this is uh, our month of our anniversary. So we're yeah. going to talk about media that we've shown each other that helps us to better understand the other person. So less about identity like last time where it was how do you see your identity reflected back to you and what did that representation do for you that's good. And then this time it's going to be well, how do you get to know somebody through the media they enjoy? How do you get to pick up on people's personality or their tastes or things like that through watching things that they care about? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Whatever you're watching ends up in your personality. Yeah, it really does, especially with how much like media is present in our just general culture, as well as, I don't know, the internet and all that happy crap, you know? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Not super like overly mushy. It's more going to be like our personal kind of um, take on this topic. But um, I hope it'll at least be enjoyable for you guys to then see how we've kind of grown in learning about each other. And then maybe it'll help you to identify ways that you've um, learned more about people in your life who you care about through the things that they've shown you and kind of look at that more critically because it's a really... It's a really rewarding experience when you kind of take a step back and you're like, oh, wow, that's my dumbass friend. And that's the dumbass thing that they like, you know, and like dumbass affectionate. So, yeah. Yeah. So just like last time, Chris is going to start us off. Okay. So you've shown me all types of shit so much. I know. Movies, shows, (laughs) a fuck ton of games because I was not a gamer before you, you you literally only played like original xbox and wii games before you and met even me. then not much no i was not an avid gamer no whatsoever not at all Mm-mm. 
So, that being said, I could go on for days with the shit that you showed me. (laughs) (laughs) But I have chosen a few. The main thing, well, not the main thing. The first thing I put was Gravity Falls. That was pretty recent when we were coming up with this idea, like this podcast idea. It's it's been at least a month now since we finished it, but... Yeah, yeah. So much of your personality is just oozing out of that show. Yeah. (laughs) You can really tell, too. um, I think it not only shows my personality, but it helps you understand me and my siblings' dynamic a lot as well. Very much so. We are very tight, like Mabel and Dipper are, even though we're not twins and we we have a little bit of an age difference between us. It's like two years, which is not a huge thing. But when you're a kid, that's pretty sizable. So, yeah. I don't have I don't I don't have thoughts. No thoughts. Head no empty. Thoughts. Head empty. Oh no. Oh, how are you gonna do this? Can you make know. it through? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, I'll just keep pitch. I'll just keep lobbing balls at you, and you can knock them off the tee. It's fine. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. I had actual thoughts with this, but I didn't write them down. Oh well, that's your own fault. Yeah, it sure is. Okay. Yes, the sibling dynamic. I've not experienced. The closest sibling to me is five years older than me. So I'm not uh, accustomed to siblings getting along like that or like um, casually hanging out with each other, I guess. Um, That's a guaranteed best friend right there. For some. (laughs) (laughs) It's very much it, it put into stark contrast watching you watching me me watching you watch it highlighted how weird from the outside perspective that relationship is because for me that is normal i'm like oh yeah this is what siblings do they're very close they have similar interests they kind of bicker a little bit on like small things but they don't really matter it's fine um yeah that was not your reaction at all you're kind of like what is this how do they get along so fucking (laughs) well and i'm like is this not every sibling is this not the norm not every sibling are besties Mm. Oh wow. So that was a lot of fun to watch. That the sibling dynamic and then just all of the like that style of comedy, I guess. If that makes any sense. Like yeah. there's so many inside jokes that you uh, casually say expecting me to understand before yeah. I saw this show and I was like what? Right. <laughs> so now seeing it in context, I'm like, oh, I can actually laugh at that. I know what that means now. Right. So that was really neat. It was really wild watching, like rewatching that because I hadn't seen it since it had aired until I showed it to you. And That's I was like, time. oh, this is where my vocabulary from <laughs> whenever it started to whenever it ended came from and then yep. continued on till now. Yeah, for sure. The writing in that show is so fun, though. It's, like, it's so, so quotable. It's so good. On the quotable and inside jokes thing another one is portal and oh my god you basically just say all of the dialogue at me i do <laughs> <laughs> like part that portal the first one and the second one even though i haven't finished it yet oh my god it makes so much sense now <laughs> it's so fucking funny <laughs> it is very very funny it's really indicative of my style of humor where it's not like slapstick or like smart comedy necessarily it's kind of just i don't know just saying the most random nonsensical thing that pops into your brain and then repeating it for 10 years like that is what i like (laughs) it's very good like the fucking cave johnson lemon rant 
is top tier. <laughs> Chef Kiss. <laughs> Shit's funny. Everything that comes out of fucking GLaDOS's mouth is, I want it Every embroidered. I want it embroidered on my wall. I support that. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. And video games in general, honestly, um, but specifically Nintendo, because you are a Nintendo. <laughs> Thank you. 100%. TM. Which Yes, TM, which is fantastic. Um, I joked for a while, this is a side note, but I joked for a while that I should, at this point, basically just get a Nintendo logo tramp stamp with how much they own my ass. <laughs> get the Nintendo seal funny. of quality on my right butt cheek, but no, yeah. That's <laughs> very funny. They're still a company, and I still don't like the things that they do, but mm, they did inform a lot of my personality a with their games. A lot of your personality. Like, so much. you know that illustration of Stitch where it's like, this is your badness levels. This is my Nintendo levels. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I guess specifically Animal Crossing, just because the newest one came out so recently, and I played it, and now I understand. Just you. Just why I am the way I am. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, also I've seen you play various, like, Kirby games and, um... That's a fucking lie. I have not played any Kirby games. No, I've seen you play Kirby things. I feel like the only Kirby game that I play on the regular is Dream Course. I'm a new Kirby fan. This is a this is I a swear new development. I've seen you play a Kirby game. All right, all right. Isn't there one where you like fight stuff? I'm sorry. Is that is Smash Bros? <laughs> is that what you're thinking? No, Smash Bros? No, there was like levels and shit. I don't know. Okay, I saw you play something. All right, good for you. Whatever. I mean, I'm playing a lot of games on stream that also just show you my personality. Yeah, like fucking Rhythm Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> my Sims. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, all that, that kitty that, shit that was the lie i was like oh this was your childhood this makes complete sense yeah i would <laughs> run home from school to boot up fucking my sims and just sit there in the living room and decorate shit yeah. like, i don't have homework this is this is what i do this is it this is my life excuse you i'm an architect i'm not a sixth grader actually <laughs> <laughs> so yeah nintendo games in general um just Overall, the Nintendo vibe is very much you, which is a good thing. Like, that's positive. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo affectionate. Exactly, exactly. Um, and in terms of, like, movies you've shown me, there's a lot. That's also true. There's a lot. I feel like I'm, like, we'll get there when we get to mine. You'll see my list is significantly shorter than yours. I feel like I'm just more forward and kind of generally aggressive about showing you things. I, I've i accepted you're not going to like a lot of the shit I like. Yeah, I think that's true. I think I am more persuasive on getting you into my taste than vice versa. But as well as I just will generally be more persistent. And be like, no, yes. I really want to show you. No, I really? Hmm. Really. And I'll find like seven different ways to pitch the same thing to you. Like, but you'll like this aspect. You're like this aspect. You're like this aspect. And you're like, I want to show you this movie because Burgo serotonin. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, but it's live action. You're like, all right, cool. I guess I'll leave then. And get, bye, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, but, been, it's been a very interesting dynamic overall. Yeah, this is very true. Yeah. But you were saying about movies. Yeah. The, the ones I wrote down were live action mainly. Um, like Stardust and uh, Princess Bride, which I've not seen until you. And I didn't realize The Princess Bride was just a big... Um, Adventure film? No. No, the comedy style. Oh, a parody? Yes, yeah, just it's, a big it's an parody. adventure parody. I did not know that. 
So when I first watched it, I was like, what the fuck is this garbage? <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't in the right headspace. Absolutely not. I didn't know anything about it other than it was extremely popular. Uh, but we watched it. And that was a few years ago. That was like when we, you first met me. It was like, like I a year I tried showing it to it. you yeah. and it didn't stick. And I was like, yeah. ew. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but then we watched it again within the past like few months. Within quarantine. Yeah. yeah. So good. It is very it good. It is very good. Yeah. And again... Your comedy style just lifted right out of that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so many of the jokes and shit. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, this, this is good. Is, this, this is, is the funny. idiot I live with. Now I can start saying it back to you. This is fun. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love the fucking bit where Inigo and um, what is his character's name? Andre the Giant's character. Anyway. Those two actors, when they just go back and forth on the boat when they first capture Buttercup, mm-hmm. and they're just rhyming back and forth. And then, so good. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> Stop rhyming. I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> uh, it's incredible. Yeah, that and um, Stardust, specifically the pirate dude. Oh, yeah. Robert De Niro. Yeah. As Captain Shakespeare. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To be fair... <laughs> I still haven't seen many of the films that make Robert De Niro really famous. You like, don't need to. No, no. I don't. I don't need to if see this all is his, what you know his from mob him, films. You yeah. don't need anything else. This no. is it. This is peak. This is peak De Niro. Absolutely. This is what he will for. Like, I could watch those films, and I wouldn't be able to take him seriously in like a oh he's scary way because he's just Captain Shakespeare to me. Yes, that's just who he is. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a good film. I mean, problematic. It's definitely the like capture a girl to get her to fall in love with you kind of trope that is rampant in film but it's again it's like princess bride where it's this like adventure film that you don't have to take super seriously it's mostly just a fun ride yeah for sure yeah and it was a fun ride i love the, correct the princes dying and becoming the peanut gallery and just commenting on all the shit as ghosts so, so funny. funny um other movies you showed me are just a bunch of anime movies, mm-hmm. which I have not, I'm, I'm not versed in anime, period. Like Japanese, like anime films, as yes. well as just like um, Western animation. Like, I yes. feel like a healthy, a healthy mix of both. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. But uh, things like Akira and Perfect Blue and other Studio Ghibli films, because I only really watched. Neither of those are Studio no. Ghibli, by the way. No, I know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You said it in a way that Oda... And Studio Ghibli films. Semicolon. Y'all get it. Yeah. English is hard. Whatever. But uh, I only watched like Spirited Away as a kid. Oh, yeah. Which is like, yeah, everyone did. Mm -hmm. That's a solid one too, though. That's all I had. That's it. Yeah, it's very good. But yeah. So seeing all these other things, I'm like, okay, now I understand your love of like animation. Mm -hmm. Because I I didn't watch a whole lot. And, like, actually appreciate, like, the art of it. Right. Like, the actually looking at the visuals instead of just passively watching a film, you know? Well, and in the same way that, like, our generation grew up with, like, the tail end of the Disney renaissance and then Disney then switching into 3D. Um, we Disney, I feel like animation is kind of that passive experience that you're talking about. Like, it is, it is the vessel that they choose to put their stories on, but they don't really push it in the way that a lot of different directors will. Right, exactly. And watching all of these things with you and hearing your commentary on it as like an artist, I'm like, oh my God. Commentary, aka me screaming. I'd still count it as commentary. All right, all right. <laughs> you are commenting just very passionately. You just watched me like 
froth at the mouth and pass out like that one dude in Avatar when Spider-Verse came out. Yeah, I lost 100%. my literal shit. And I didn't get it at first. I was like, yeah, it's beautiful, but why? Tell me the logistics. Uh-huh. And you did. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. Yes. <laughs> also, we're just all gay for Doc Ock. So. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you just made me enjoy the art- more artistic aspect of animated things in general. Well, and animation that can tell a story that's not directly aimed at children. Like... For sure. I feel like Ghibli films are something that can be appreciated by children and adults in the same way that like early Pixar was really good at balancing that. Um, but then like Satoshi Kon's films like Perfect Blue, like those are strictly adult. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. <laughs> do not watch those if you are younger. Um, but like things like that where you you kind of get out of this at least America central um, perspective that like animation equals four kids equals simple story exactly which exactly. it does not have to be no no absolutely not so i appreciate that thank you for that you're welcome uh but, i'm a connoisseur yes <laughs> um really i just seen a lot of shit and i take notes <laughs> and yeah, i i steer you very clear of all the shit that i saw that was not very good like Thank that you. is that is the um what I the skills that I bring to the table is like watching shit and being like, Okay, this is garbage and this is good and then you come over here and then you see only the good side of the industry that I want you to see. <laughs> <laughs> like me me showing you anime T V shows right now and you're like, I don't wanna see any fan service or things like that. I'm like, Okay, and then we're gonna steer clear of eighty percent of these shows. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Yeah. The anime you have shown me I enjoy, which is cool. Like uh Kaon and Little Witch Academia, yes, um, and also Violet Evergarden, which mm-hmm. the first two are more slice of life, right? Um, the first one slice of life. The second one is like school life. So yeah, isn't that still life? It's fantasy though, because it's witches and like saving the world and like collecting All right, that's fair. It's yeah, I would say it's the better version of Harry Potter. That's <laughs> how yeah. I pitched it to you. Yeah, and and you were right. Mm-hmm. You were correct. Signif- Which is an art. Yeah. But anyways. I mean, the bar is low. Yes, indeed. But they're all very good, and I liked them. So that's dope. Basically, I'm showing you parts of anime that, one, I think you will enjoy, just because you're a new um, like person coming into this more... I don't I'm wanna... a new person. Yeah, you're just, you're just new to anime. And so if you... Like, I feel like there are, like, two different ways to walk into getting into anime. One is discovering it on yourself and digging through the shit yourself, which is what I did when I was younger, because I was, it was at the age, and it was still, like, a, a more of a niche interest. I was getting into, like, more of the popularity. But so I still watch shows that I'm like, eh, not that great. Um, and then people would definitely disagree with me. It's all based on preference. And then you, which is where you get somebody who already enjoys it to show you specific things. So like that's, it's like you're either going to find it yourself and then have to dig through things or you're going to get recommended specific things. So because I've been recommending things to you, I can tailor it to what I already know you enjoy in other media and be like, okay, this is similar to what the things you already enjoy as opposed to like looking at anime as, as if it's a genre, which it definitely is not. You've, been very angry about this multiple yeah, times. I mean, I've heard this rant. I, yes. get it, I get mad about it with anime. I get mad about it with animation, just in general. Stop calling things that are animated a genre. It's not a genre. It's a medium. Go off. <sighs> anyway. 
pet peeve pet peeve pet peeve indeed uh other things i wrote down were the adventure zone mm-hmm. yeah you had me listen to i haven't finished it yet but you had me listening to a it's the second season, season yeah. yeah a season of it the second season with the cryptids and shit mm-hmm. and that's fun it's I'm, called I, amnesty for people who are actually curious about finding oh, yeah, it sorry <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't typically listen to story driven podcasts because my brain just does not take in as in the not story. typically as in you actively avoid them yeah i just want to listen to conversations yeah i don't, don't want to have to remember what happened back in episode two to understand what's happening in episode five or whatever. Like right. it's too much for my mm-hmm. brain. <laughs> yeah. You got really close to finishing it. You're like, right. I have like arc. Yeah. four episodes left or something. Like it's not a lot. Um, but yeah, that was really fun to listen to and hearing the McElroy family actually like interact. Cause I, I don't listen to any other stuff. But I've heard you talk about them a lot. The Adventure Zone was the first show of theirs that I listened to. I, I've listened to little bits of Mabim Bam. Mabim <laughs> You know, Mabim <laughs> Bam. Um, but yeah, like that was kind of my like introduction to them as a Man, whole. Man, they have a so lot of shit. They do. Each one of them has a uh, podcast that they co-host with their wives. And then oh, I lied. Shit I listened to those. Oh, yeah. I just haven't listened to the brothers and the dad together. I was going to say, because that's more up your alley of conversations or talking about weird interests of like, here's all this random facts that I have. Like, you're very trivia based when it comes to podcasts. A hundred percent. So all of that shit is right up your alley. Whereas I'm like, okay, long time, long form story. I like that. Give me the character development. Yeah. And you're like, absolutely not. We are opposites. Yes. And that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) But listening to that was pretty cool. Uh, actually hearing them all interact and i was like yeah this is this is a good like sibling and dad um dynamic yes dynamic Ooh, i watched your face get confused <laughs> trying to think of that word i was gonna say vibe and i was like no there's a better word for this dynamic <laughs> you can yes. say vibe vibe counts yeah whatever uh so that was really cool listening to all of that and understanding more so their popularity i guess mm-hmm. yeah so that was fun. Yeah. That's also Griffin, because he runs the first two seasons of it. He has been influenced by a lot of media that I also enjoy. So right. he was writing things based off of Persona and talking about like Twin Peaks and well, um, not really me, more you, but X-Files and all of these like, well, specifically for Amnesty, like cryptid, like crime shows um as well as like more of that like anime shows and princess bride style comedy where it's just the they'll go off on a fucking tangent talking about whatever the hell for an hour and it's the best kind of it's it's a pretty solid balance of a lot of things that i'm interested in basically yeah so and it, it from what you've explained yeah it's also a good balance of like our individual interests coming together to create a new thing. Right. And that's why I started you off with Amnesty because I knew it would be more up your alley. One, in terms of length, because it's half the length of balance. And two... Half? Oh my God. And I am struggling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it's... Amnesty is 36 episodes and I think balance is 69. Like it's... Nice. Nice. (laughs) It's like 72 (laughs) hours total, I think. Oh God. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Just um, binge it. Three days. Let's go. Don't absolutely sleep. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do want you to get to that one, though, eventually, because the it's more segmented. Like, there's these mini arcs, and there's, like, a Mad Max uh, Fast and Furious kind of inspired one. And then there's, like, a alien, like, Sigourney Weaver alien 
kind of so it's 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 griffin taking right. specific different genres rather than doing a whole season that is one genre okay so. that's cool but yeah it's, it's more incrementalized for it to be so long but basically all right i'll i'll get there <laughs> yeah one thing at a time yeah yeah for sure yeah and the last thing i have is just a generalization of youtube video essays you send mm-hmm. me a lot. I'll be honest. I don't listen. I don't watch them all. Mm-hmm. They just sit in my watch later. I will get to them eventually. I'm a, man, you really love to learn random shit. And yeah. It's fun. I'm a person who will just sit down and watch like a three hour video essay on something that I've already seen or maybe something that I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fun. Yeah. That's I love cool. channels like uh, Film Joy. I love um, uh, Pop Culture Detective. I love... Oh, I'm trying to think of the name. Oh, I love Defunct Land. Just like random shit like that. This is long, intensely researched things talking about culture or pop culture. Yeah, I think we watched. Rasputin talks about pretty um, long video one. games. <laughs> yeah, I think we watched a pretty long one just on like Shrek. Yeah. Oh, that's um, Schaeferillis Productions. He's yeah. great too. Yeah. And it was fun. I learned so much. It's so funny. <laughs> I've watched multiple videos before the documentary came out on Disney Plus, but like multiple videos about Howard Ashman's life, like just learning the back end of Disney CEO and their petty drama. I love shit like that. I eat it up. I will just that is a movie to me. I don't need <laughs> I don't need to watch fucking like ten thousand hours of sitting through the beginning to the end of Gilmore Girls or Friends or whatever. I don't want that shit. That's that is what makes my brain start to melt out my ears. I'm like, oh, this is too long. But I will sit down and I will watch three hours about somebody talk about Shrek. Yeah, that's valid. So yeah, yeah, that's what I got. That's that's what I've it encompasses learned. me as a whole. Yeah, nerd, 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 and nerd. Yeah. 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 That's it. I can't argue with any of that. <laughs> I feel like the YouTube essay thing really put me on blast. But you know, sorry, <laughs> you're not sorry. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> So then to show the stark contrast Oops. <laughs> in our personal tastes, because opposites attract. I mean, I, yeah, I guess <laughs> um, definitely things that you've shown me that either I just was not exposed to because I was stubborn when I was a kid and really didn't want to watch anything live action much more than I am kind of getting there now. Um, you've shown me a lot of like live action things aimed at kids that I was not. I was like, it doesn't have cartoons. I don't want this get the swill off of my plate <laughs> um but like i have hocus pocus yeah if there was a single movie that could describe you it would be hocus pocus i thank you i literally put a hocus pocus quote inside your engagement ring like yes. you're gonna get the fucking tattoo of that nasty skin book and i'm gonna uh, have to look I'm at that so excited and i'm gonna it's because i love you <laughs> thank you but yeah, i so watch I- that one at least once a year Oh, more than that, I'm sure. Easily more than that. It's so good. Hocus Pocus to you is Coraline to me. 100%. And the only reason we didn't talk about Coraline in this video is because you had seen Coraline. Yeah, I've already seen it. Yeah, yeah, we tried to limit it to things that we were introducing each other to as opposed to things that we had seen. Because otherwise I would have Lilo and Stitch. the list would just go on. (laughs) Yeah, I would have Lilo and Stitch on this list as well, but I also watched that as a kid. Right, yeah. Um, So Hocus Pocus for sure. DCOMs in general. You're welcome. I know. I Get just, some culture in ya. <laughs> I watched High School Musical because I had friends who were fans of those and they were good. They were bops. I haven't seen the third one still. Just the first two. We'll get there. We'll get It'll there happen. when we get there. Um, it's not a fave of mine, to be honest. <laughs> that's fair. I've seen 
I feel like I've seen like a couple decoms. I I'd seen Twitches. Um, that was a good one. I don't know why that one didn't fly under my radar like these other Halloween spooky themed ones did, but like I don't know. You know. It's a fun one though. Yeah. But like a large part, I would say like eighty to ninety percent of decoms flew under my radar. They're all live action. No. So yeah. I was like, n- not for like, me. Absolutely not. Disgusting. Thank you. Next, I'm going to go watch Cartoon Network. If <laughs> exactly. You're just, if you're going to be live action, I'm going to leave. Disgusting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was that kid who like didn't like Drake and da- Josh, but liked iCarly. I was like shitty Miranda Cosgrove to less shitty Miranda <laughs> Cosgrove. Not shitty in the sense of like bad quality, but like shit-eating. Like she was a shitter. <laughs> she was a little shit for sure. She was a little shit. Um... Yeah, so a lot of decoms. You show me jump in specifically was one very recently that says a lot Corbin about Blue. you. Corbin Blue, yeah, Corbin Blue. I mean, I knew him from High School Musical, so Woo. we were. Fr- he can't we- dance, but he can. <laughs> he was dancing the entire time. We were acquainted. <laughs> <laughs> me and Corbin knew each other. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but like, and what is her? Is her name Kiki? Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Okay, yeah, yeah. That their dynamic, the jockness so in general, the dance culture. It's like jock light. It's like jock and dance mix. It's so good. Yeah. It's so the good. performance, the theatrics, the like sneaking out to go jump rope Ooh. you with such a fucking rebel. Like it says a lot about you. It's also just a movie filled with black kids. So mm-hmm. great. Love it. Yeah. Why did Disney somehow forget all the lessons that they had taught us? Anyway. Um, so that's one. Whip it is another not decom, but like I'm just kind of blending all of your movie tastes. Like it's a gradient. So you have decoms. Early 2000s is my move is taste. Yeah, it's just it's, it's really just a decade. Um, so but whip you, you shown me. Again, I, you're welcome. That's gay as fuck. Culture. That's gay as fuck. Um uh, but I'm a cheerleader. Also gay that as fuck. That is gay as fuck. That is gay as fuck for sure. I feel like there was another one that you showed me about cheerleading that wasn't but I'm a cheerleader. Right? Am Bring I, it on? That's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all of these, like you gay little jock movies <laughs> this is who you are yeah i was like oh this was your dyke phase i see oops you were i mean you had you yeah had, you had the phase and then you went to trans man that's kind of how it goes and now i'm just kind of in the middle-ish yeah gender is it's yeah it's wibbly wobbly <laughs> it's fine um clue going back yeah going back into like the cheesy halloween horror but like light and fun and comedy and you have to watch all endings yes they're so good in a row in a row just randomize it and go (laughs) clue adam's family which i hadn't seen i was surprised by this yeah i was surprised too because i know for sure people in my family enjoy it i just your dad had a poster of it which i took thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah so my dad collects movie posters that was one of them but i had never seen it until yeah until i met you um halloween town back to decoms still within that little toilet bowl of like halloween movies you really like you really like live action decom halloween movies i do i didn't realize this yeah now i'm putting you on blast like you're very much the like goth but fun that's that's your vibe (laughs) whereas i'm like the pastel like gamer girl (laughs) i'm the pastel gamer gf yeah for real um but yeah so all of those are definitely more your vibe and then one that i thought shouldn't have gone under my radar but did was you showed me the goofy movie i, I was extremely shocked you've not seen that yeah i hadn't seen that and i still haven't seen an extremely goofy movie we've well, only watched we'll the definitely first watch one the second yeah one. but it's fantastic and i'm surprised that i hadn't seen it because it's, it's animated so it's a musical what the fuck was i doing i don't know man anyway it's, it's a so good though <laughs> yeah 
So congrats to you on finding something right up my alley that also yes. fits into your alley. You're welcome. Um, we really were just like fucking born and raised on Disney, huh? As a generation. Yeah. Not that it's changed that much. <laughs> um, back to movies. Um, I'm putting these two movies together. I know they're not super similar, but it mm-hmm. it makes Era. it makes sense. Is a nine to five and fried green tomatoes. You really like comedies slash dramedies with older white women, like forties and up. I mean, you're a Golden Girls fan, and the only reason they're I can't good. put that on there is because I you haven't made me watch Golden Girls yet. <laughs> yes, but like that is who you are like inside you're like a suburban white mom really i was gonna say i'm a really old gay man (laughs) that too it's the same same thing same thing yeah you gotta have your coffee don't talk to me until i've had my coffee (laughs) i will watch these cheesy ass fucking hallmark ass movies leave me alone leave me alone it's wine o'clock somewhere (laughs) that's your vibe it's very funny so those movies i was like ah there's that actress that I know you like. There's that actress that I know you like. There's that yeah, actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, is uh, Bette Midler in First Wives Club that she's also shown me? She's Hocus Pocus and... Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it. there is a track, Oops. literally, <laughs> from you being raised on Hocus Pocus to you shooting through these women's career and just watching everything yeah. that they're in because you like them. You've yeah. seen some pretty shitty movies just because you like certain actors. And I admire your dedication. You know, I'll do some stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do that, but then you're like, mm, 70 hours of Adventure Zone, not gonna do it. There's no visual. That's true. I'm a visual person. <laughs> you are a visual person. Um, yeah, so those. I, there, I know in that category, there's like so many more movies that you're dying to show me that fit within that that we just haven't Mm -hmm. because you have to drag me kicking and screaming aka you have to agree to watch an animated movie with me afterward as a palate cleanser like we do it as a trade-off we have to set we can't watch one movie we have to watch a double feature double feature literally always like i made you watch ex machina and then we watch shrek afterward you know honestly i highly suggest that double feature for people (laughs) it was a blast it was a blast which is weird because i was the one showing you the live action movie in that case i know but it just seems like a lot when I just saw like trailers of it, you know? That's fair. It does have a slight Gone Girl vibe to it, though, that makes it worth watching. That that got me to watch it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That actress was doing the most acting in that whole fucking oh movie, though. Oh, my God. She was so good. She as, carried like, that an film. AI robot. She carried that film on her oh back. Oh, my God. Yep. So good. Anyway, not not shitting on our, our boy Oscar Isaac, though. He also did good. He's very good with. He's very good at making me hate him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like that sucker punch. I'm like, well, you're a sleazeball. I hate you. He does greasy Uh, real well. Very well. Yes. Too well. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But then so all of that and then not movies is Tony Hawk. I still haven't physically played any of the Tony Hawk games myself, but watching you buy and play the new remaster of one and two pro skater. I'm like, this is literally right up your alley. Uh-huh. The, like, in me showing you more video games and finding out your tastes, I was like, oh, you really just... My tastes are It all comes back there. to you wanting to play Tony Hawk and Halo Online again. Because that's all I played as a kid. Yeah, so that it's like Splatoon, it. you're like, okay, short, quick shooter matches. I got this. Colorful? That's pretty fun. fun. Gay-ass clothes? That's pretty I fun. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Tony Hawk, it's like, that's the gay-ass clothes. But then it's also 
just just vibing. Like I could play the game or I could just do whatever the it's fuck I want. It's such low stakes. That's basically how you play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you just like pick apples for three hours. Sounds about right Sounds to me. Sounds like me. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Um, yeah. I, again, not many video games that you haven't shown me. Like that's kind I of a hard direction. A yeah. I One, played. you haven't played a lot. And two, I've played a lot. You've played so much. Yeah. And of the ones I have played, I just played them basically as a kid. I don't like actively continue to play them. I was going to say, I guess you showed me Just Dance, but I also had friends when I was younger who played them. Yeah, that, I was never super into them. There was, there was no way you weren't going to at least play that one time in your life. Yeah, there were too Not many of them. Not with people our age and the wee being so mm-hmm. rabid. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the last thing is podcasts because you are much more of a podcast listener than I am. Yeah, um, yeah. You've, I'm putting all of these because I haven't listened to full episodes of any of these, but you have shown me clips. So I have I, shown you many clips. And the clips are very indicative of like your personality, your interests, as well as your sense of humor. But like The Read, Coffee with Rachel when they were still doing that. And then now I have listened to the two of them doing The Villager's Voice when that game was coming out because that was something I was actually interested topic-wise. But the two of them, I'm like, oh yeah, I can see why you would <laughs> listen to this for years. Um, and then... I had to ask you the title of this. I was like, you know that one with Mamrie Hart? <laughs> um, this might get weird. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just like these random stories about these women. Like, just I, talking about their lives. Yeah. It's the fun. only the clip that I can remember recently was when they were going out and protesting at BLM protests. And they were trying to get home. And one of them took a shit in their car because they couldn't make it home in time. Excuse you. Almost took oh, a shit. Oh, sorry. But yes. Okay. And I was yes. like, I was like, this fucking... <laughs> wild zero to 100 lifetime story i'm like this is absolutely your sense of humor this is absolutely the shit that you would just like and tune i in died for. laughing exactly <laughs> i was like oh that's why he likes it yeah <laughs> that makes sense yeah that's all that i had for you but you're not gonna talk about the music videos oh i'm sorry i skipped over yeah you skipped ga- a thing gaga music videos because i didn't watch music videos as a kid very much apparently Which I thought was weird but i guess it's not really if you're not like casually watching mtv and vh1 i wasn't yeah <laughs> and you no definitely were not i feel like the time in my life where i probably started paying attention to music videos is something that i would enjoy as a more recent to, thing right was when i probably got an ipod touch in middle school like it was okay. it was like yeah more toward the middle of my life but that was also when i was deep in my vocaloid phase so i was just That's watching fair. i was just watching, watching very videos. specific things <laughs> yeah um but yeah again way more recently with like one people doing kick-ass animated music videos yeah. that is way up my alley yeah um and then yeah more cool um live action music videos like i love half alive's videos um I'm trying to think studio killers is animated but they do really good shit caravan palace always knocks it out of the park um i don't think of live action music videos that i really like oh orla gartland i like her stuff oh yes she does really fun shit yeah for sure yeah but but you showed me very recently you were mad that i hadn't seen a lot of lady gaga i literally made like a list on my youtube of our videos to show you yeah i feel like the ones that i did see at the time Mm -hmm. were again because people were like oh wow lady gaga is so weird did you see the shit that she did like Mm -hmm. when it back back when that was like every fucking headline ever right she wore a meat dress like good for her move on um was the bad romance video where they swirl around her is that that one and then the people uh, come yeah. out of the pods okay mm-hmm. bad romance i had seen and then i feel like there was one other one i'd also seen kesha's um tiktok music video i'm so proud yeah so like a couple oh you watched telephone telephone yes. Beyonce, yeah. yeah but again that's like 
and Beyonce, you know? It's a Gaga song, though. I I saw it so that when I watched Panty and Stocking for the first time, I was like, ah, that's a Gaga reference. Oh, did they reference Gaga? Yeah, with the crime tape. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So. But you watched it, though. I did. I'm proud. I did. But, like, more, I, I would say deeper cuts, but, like, maybe not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or, like, like the Judas music video, Alejandro, stuff like Just that. That you love sh- the others. Yeah, that you showed me now more recently. <laughs> so I watched her Super, vi- super, super Time. <laughs> I know sports. Her Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, when she's coming down from the ceiling. Yeah, that Classic. was fun. <laughs> that was a good choice, honestly. Just good high up in production. What a time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Yeah. But basically, this episode was just us talking about shit that we like that the other person has shown us. Yeah. Yeah. You can learn so fucking much about people on just purely on what they decide to show you. Mm-hmm. One, what they enjoy. And then, yes, one, that they, two, what they actually decide to bring to you. Yeah. Because those sometimes it's like, like I have friends where it's like, oh, I enjoy this, but I know they wouldn't. So I wouldn't bring it to them. But when you can connect over a piece of media and introduce something, somebody to something that you like, mm, nothing, nothing is a better feeling. And then for them to turn around and like it, you're like, ah, yes. A win. Welcome. (laughs) Absolutely. So again, maybe this list ended up, didn't end up being so lopsided. There has been a lot more stuff that you showed me than I um, thought initially, but just not recently. Yeah. You showed me a lot of shit recently. I was but... saying, quarantine, it's been a lot easier to get you to sit down for like these animated shows like Gravity mm-hmm. Falls and then Infinity Drain, um, stuff like that that we've watched in quarantine just because like there's not as much going on. We weren't oh, in yeah, school. Yeah, I could have put Infinity Drain on the list. That was a good one in that. Yeah. That showed me a lot about you in like a good way. In it's like a, <laughs> like I, I like Snowpiercer, but for kids. <laughs> kind yeah, of. yeah. 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 Like the. Well, it's a show about emotional growth that's like right up my alley. And then the one that I haven't shown you yet, but would make this list if you had seen it, is Steven Universe. Yeah, I'm going to just retroactively put that on the list. Yeah. But I just haven't seen it You're going to see so many parts of me. I watched the movie. Does that count? Yeah, you have seen the movie. Yeah, I watched it a couple times. It's very good. It's very good. Even though I know none of the background anything. I'm excited for you to see the movie (laughs) again after we finish the series. That'll hit different, I know. Yeah, I'm excited. Ooh. Actually, like, oh, oh my God! <laughs> wait a second. On that one, I know you will enjoy too. Like, it will be yeah. a selfish show for sure because it's like I relate a lot to Stephen, very like empathetic that kind of shit. It's super um, uh, referencing a bunch of magical girl history, like Utena, and like just I don't know, just magical girl shows in general. Rebecca Sugar is super influenced by that, and I loved all that shit. So that's definitely there. But also, I know that for you, it's going to be a lot of, like, voice actors that are going to get into you. Like, Estelle regularly voices a character on that show. Yes. She plays Garnet, and she's there pretty much the entire fucking show. Yes. Um, And she's got some kick-ass songs, too. Hell yeah. Fucking love. I just, I love all the people who have made animatics of uh, Garnet singing American Boy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes, anyway. Um, and then Nicki Minaj is in two episodes, maybe one. I, they make a joke at one point. They're like, "We can't get, we can't fuse these two characters together because we can't afford to pay Nicki Minaj to come back." <laughs> it's very funny, stuff like that. So that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah that that one I'm looking forward to a lot. It is longer. Yeah, I know. We'll get there. I know. The first season. That's why is we're gonna take a whole year. Episodes. Well, yes, I guess it's not a whole year anymore, but no, the rest 10 of the months. year. Yeah, we'll do it. We're gonna do it. We just gotta trickle it in. Yeah. 
just like when Cartoon Network aired it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so that's that's the episode. That's the conversation. That's that on that. Yeah. Basically, just I don't know. Listen to people when they give you recommendations. If you and listen to like why they want to recommend yeah. them to you. have that conversation. It's really fun. It's really rewarding, and especially in like a partnership like we have, but then also with just friends, QPPs, any kind of relationship that you're in, mm-hmm. you can learn a lot about other people based on their interest. 100%. Yeah. And even if you don't come out the other side enjoying it for yourself, then there's still that value of seeing the person that you enjoy spending time with in something. I feel like even if there's something that you show me that I'm like, would I ever watch that again? Especially without you? Probably not. But did I learn about you through it? Absolutely. You know, that is also, that that's a rewarding experience in and of itself. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are we talking about next month? Um, we're going to be talking about the hit 2000 film. Yeah. Speaking of your interests. This Bring is our on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to show this to you. You already have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, but like Shh. in the way we're going to critique it yes. and talk about it. I, this is going to be a, an episode that I'm really looking forward to because I'm going to take a backseat on this just from my own like perspective in life. So, because we're doing this, because this month was Black History Month, Yee. but we were doing this more Valentine's themed episode. And then next month is Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. So we decided to just nudge it the other <laughs> way. And we're going to talk about black women and cultural appropriation with Bring It On, which should be a lot of fun. Because, like, I mean, that that is the thesis that's of that the film. Whole film, yeah. Yeah, that's the thesis. So, yeah. So yeah, that should be a lot excited. of fun. You can follow the show at Beans Podcast. A bit at beans underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram and send your comments and questions to our email beans and leaves pod all spelled out no symbols at gmail.com and if you want to donate to the show to help us provide transcripts for our episodes we have a patreon page and a ko-fi you can find the links to our website you can find the links on our website and social media and description oh and in the episode description how nice of you Our theme music was created by Andrew Pena, a new upcoming composer who is always looking for new projects and collaborations. Follow him on Instagram at AndyFast1. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.